Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Uh, not here in the conventional way because we're actually doing this. I think this is the first time we've ever done this. First time I've ever done this myself. Like, ever. Like, we're doing a FaceTime, so FaceTime podcast. So hopefully it sounds like alright and you can hear me. No, um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can. I, I checked it out a little bit. Um, I, I'm really hopeful, too. Like I, yes! I think, oh, I think it should work. Dan's watching the Cowboys-Saints game. I'm getting ready to go to bed. So we're going to kind of keep it a little bit quick. I I wanted to personally make sure that we got one done because I know that we both think the Eagles are going to kill the Redskins. Everyone basically thinks that. And if that would have happened, then we couldn't put out a podcast because then we would be undefeated when podcasts didn't go out. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's all superstition, even though we shouldn't be superstitious, but we still are a little stitious. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the I guess we'll talk about. Yeah, let's let's jump into the the last game real quick. Oh my goodness! Well, let's just say that we got killed by the Saints, and it it hurt a lot. It was a gut punch, and uh, it was really bad. On top of the Cowboys lost the week before, so that's why. Like Dan and I hung out a bunch, but like I didn't really like. I I was just really discouraged. So yeah, I think everybody was. Yeah, I didn't really want to talk about it. But um, going on to last week on Sunday, um, it took a Jake Elliott field goal to beat the New York Giants, which is um, not that – I don't know. I, Dan, why don't you say what you're saying? Yeah, well, I mean, that game against the Giants, obviously your season's on the line. Uh, you're at home against one of the worst teams in football. I know they won two, two straight going into the game, but – they come out flat. Obviously, we're down down a lot of guys, specifically in the secondary, um, really just on that, that whole defensive side of the ball. Come out flat, down, what, 19-3, to three, I think? Yeah. 19-3, down 16 points, and it looks bad. Like, offense looks bad, defense looks bad. And you expected the defense to look bad with so many new guys um, playing against the Giants, but... For them to bounce back, rally the troops, um, and to win that game, maybe this could jump them in the right direction to win the division, which is still so, so, so very possible um, with what what each team with the Eagles, Cowboys, and Redskins have coming up. Um, Cowboys are playing right now against the Saints as we speak, and they just stuffed the Saints on a fourth and goal, and it's 10 nothing Dallas, so a surprise to some, most. Besides maybe Paul, who mentioned the possible upset. But even if they do win this game, we still control our own destiny. Um, but obviously we want them to lose this game. But for anyway, for the Eagles to come back and win that game with a bunch of no-name corners, you got to credit the defense and you got to credit Jim Schwartz. I mean, I know a lot of the talk after the game was um, like how the players – kind of talk to the coaches like I heard Malcolm Jenkins told him to like keep it simple yeah uh, Lane Johnson I think told Doug to like run the ball more or like they were hinting at the coaches to run the ball more um also I didn't even mention Josh Adams who had a really good game and is now kind of considered the the starter I guess you could say going going the rest of the way um but overall a gritty win um an ugly win for sure but they found a way to win and 
you keep your season alive for at least another week, and you, you have another very very winnable game on Monday night. So I'm optimistic going into the game against Washington, despite even though like our offense is still not clicked at all, and it's not really been where we expected it to be, especially at this point, especially after adding Golden Tate, who they still haven't really integrated the way we wanted him to be integrated. Um, but you hope that can change this week against against Washington. Yeah, it's it's just like we see like the flashes on offense, like the drive here, drive there, but we haven't seen it sustained. And like last year, it was just like a nonstop thing, and we were being thrown up there with the like the basically like the Rams with every other offense in the league. Like we were top five offense, and this yeah. year it's just we haven't been able to get any consistency. And I mean. I think we should have a good chance to, like, I like I, I mean, every single week I've been saying, oh, like, this is the week, this is the week. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, like, I, I still feel like this this could actually be the week just because, like, the, the offense has been together longer. This is Tate's, what, like, fourth week? Third? Um, third, third game. Yeah, so third? F- fourth. No, no, fourth game. Yeah, yeah, so fourth week of practice. Like, I, I just feel that we can really turn it around offensively and that's that's the big thing because you have the defense holding teams except the saints throughout the saints game to 22 points in regulation yeah. for the most part so and it's got to start fast like a Three big key going yeah. forward they have to start fast in the first quarter i think it's now the last five first quarters we've come out with zero points or maybe it's been i'm pretty sure it's the last five yeah, since the Gi- giants game i think Right. We have not scored a single point in the first quarter, which is which is awful. And, I mean, it makes you think back to last year when Frank Reich usually had his first 15 scripted. Um, this year we have much less experience. Mike Grow. not that he he's he's calling the plays out there, but it was nice to have. I mean, we had we had well, fast starts well, last year. Well, we, also we scored a lot on our first drive. And this year it's just been, I feel like, almost every other game it's a 1-2-3-and-out to start the game. For the most part, and – and the thing that hurts the most is you just see Reich over in Indianapolis mm. doing it. That that's the thing that that's the thing that like kills is just yeah. seeing that he's th- like th- like I wish him all the success, but it's just like it makes you kind of yeah. double double you know just like check what's going on, like what the problem could be if it's yeah. less the players, more the coaching, and stuff like that. Everyone knows. I wasn't that big on Doug Peterson, but I said if he won me a, a playoff game, I'd be mm. sold. And as soon as he locked up that bye, I, I was like, okay, like that's basically a game. And obviously after the Super Bowl, like I'm going to ride and die for him because he's a Super Bowl winning coach. But um, Well, I think Jared, uh, we were talking about it yesterday. Jared made a good point. Like I, I think he's really good at managing his players in the locker room. And like he's a guy people want to play for. He gets, gets guys to play for him. Um, but he definitely had a great staff around him last year. You had Filippo, you had Frank Reich. Frank Reich had, like, 30-plus years of coaching experience, and now you got Groh, who's only been in the league for, like, a couple years. Yeah. So, I mean, that definitely probably helped him a lot last year. Um, but, I, yeah, I would – go ahead. What were you well, say? no, I was just going to say that comes to what, like, Lombardi was saying before, was that he's not that qualified to be uh, – like a coat, like I, like you can see what he was saying more if you look at it that way. Mm, yeah, in a sense, uh, but 
I mean, looking back at his comments now. Oh yeah, well I mean obviously, but but then least, you see what we're doing after we lose a coordinator. I don't I don't think a top head coach like McVeigh loses his coordinator. You know, it's the same team, stuff like yeah. that. So, um, I mean, it is, it, it yeah, it's the offensive coordinator Mike grow. He he said it's hard for him to implement Golden Tate, which is definitely something you don't want to hear after. And even if that's true, like you don't say that. Yeah, that that was a bad call, and and that also shows his inexperiences. He's not yeah. used to, you know, everything like that. So, um, I mean, but, we're still in the hunt. Like, there's nothing to even, like, like we're still right here. And that's yeah, a Yeah, we're thing. so alive. I mean, if the Saints can pick it up a little bit here and win this game, like, if the Eagles, Eagles could win their division games and go 8-8 eight and eight and still very well, like, win the division. Because Washington has six wins right now, and they have, assuming they lose to us both games, the other three games they play, the Giants, the Redskins, and or the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Titans. So if they were to lose one of those games, um, they'd finish at eight and eight. And the Cowboys, if they lose tonight and lose against the Colts and lose to us, again, all possible. Um, but like we could get in at eight and eight because I mean it is going to be tough to beat LA. Um, I think. Yeah. The, the Texans game at home is is winnable as well. I think the Texans, I mean, the Texans have been playing really well in their record. I think, what are they, 8-3, I think? Yeah, they dropped they their first off, like, three. Eight, eight. Yeah. Um, but I still think they're beatable and they're not what their record is. Yeah, uh, they, it, if you think about it, it's the Colts going for it in the overtime in their own, on their own side of the 50. That's that's what sparks oh, yeah. the Texans right there. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think... It's we we gotta go we gotta go nine and seven though we don't want to play out yeah. the, everything yeah. like that and we have a very good chance all we have to do is win the rest of our divisional games and take one of the one from the Rams or one from the Texans so I like I like we saw the Rams last Monday night their offense is is really really good but their defense has given up these big humongous plays without players there so we kind of saw a Super Bowl last year like that with. Mm. you know basically that that's what the super bowl is like and we've seen the eagles win those types of games so i mean i yeah. i i do feel i still do feel pretty good about the season and that was like the really weird thing about the saints game was like it was such a gut punch and it hurt so much and i didn't really want to talk about the eagles but at the same time like i i knew that this is where we would be at this time so, and i going into the washington game like you think they should win, but I don't feel as good as I as I should feel. Like you got a backup quarterback on Monday night in Philly. Um, I should feel better about this game, but I don't. You know. Yeah, yeah. We... And I think part of that is too with with Wentz. He just like last week he looks. He didn't look like he could move. It I was think like the worst I think it was part of seeing ability. seeing that report beforehand. I think that guy. Like no, that had nothing. It. Like I didn't even really flinch at that report because I, like I don't. But like he, I don't know if it's, it was the ability for him just not noticing like the rush coming on him a couple times. But like his pocket presence last year was unbelievable, and he escaped so much. Um, and like you can even think to the Washington Monday Night game last year where he made so many incredible plays, specifically the one where 
I mean, my favorite Carson play, I think, ever was the one where he looks like he's down, comes yeah. out of the pile, gets the first down. Um, you're just not seeing that stuff this year. Not, I know he's covering from an ACL, but he looked, like, more mobile his first couple games back, like the Colts game that we were at. Um, he looked yeah. mobile in that game. Um, even, I can think, the Jacksonville game, I remember him making a couple plays out of the pocket. But this past week specifically, he just looked like he couldn't run. Well, I forget which which week it was, but he did pop up on the injury report from um, from a back, from a sore back. Mm. So you don't know if that's still, like, that's still <laughs> lingering. That could be it. But, yeah, that's my only concern with with Wentz and the offense. Well, I have a lot of concerns with the offense, but with Wentz. You yeah. know, if, I think that was such a big part of our offense last year was him making plays happen. Like him on third and long just made stuff happen. So yeah. And, and he missed that magic this year. I mean, it, it was a crazy thing that we, what we were doing on third and long last year. So. Yeah, it, no, it was. Like it was definitely an aberration, and now we're seeing the opposite side of being yeah. third and long and how it isn't very sustainable. And that's why I was really against Doug Peterson for most of the year was that he was putting Carson in these third and long positions but then he was getting bailed out by it so i mean yeah well i guess we can get into uh our, our score predictions for monday night paul what do you got monday night eagles redskins at the link uh i actually have 34 to wow. 17 i like like i said i really think this offense is gonna click that would be so nice um it would be very nice not to really have to worry about anything and, you know, we finally got one of those games from the Sixers last night. Mm. And I think there's a good chance we get one of them from the Eagles. We'll talk about the Sixers for a second in a minute. But um, I think it's going to be another NFC East game where we eke it out, where it's down to the wire, we're biting our nails all the way through. and I hope not. Praying for a win. Uh, I'm going to say Eagles 26, Redskins 21. Whew. Um. Game ball. Oh, before I get the game ball, I saw something about is Darren Sproles like possible to return or some, something? Yeah, some people were saying that. I mean, you can't. Really, we won't really know anything just because it's a Monday night game. You don't know until later in the week. Uh, so, I like. There's a good chance that he could, but also Bradham broke his thumb in three different places, so there's a good chance he's out. So that kind of. Yeah, that's a killer. And any of our corners, is Sidney Jones gonna play this week? I don't, I don't really know. I like, like I said, the injury report is very iffy for us yeah. on this day, um, just because it's a, it's technically a Wednesday to us. Well, game ball for me, I'm gonna have to give it to Showtime Tate. Showtime. He finally has a game where he finds the end zone with the birds. Wow, that that's really that's really amazing. Um, I hope I hope he does get it done. Me too, Paul. Oh man, that that would really be great because I, I we've been waiting for that Showtime take game. Well, I saw I saw the picture of him like breaking bread with Carson. I was like, all right, they're having a week this week. Like, did you see that? Yeah, but that was last week. No, they put it up after the game. Oh, but I thought that was I thought that was like from Thanksgiving. Regardless, he put it up after the Giants game. <laughs> Yeah, and he and he said we we have a new tradition. We have to eat before 
like we have to break bread together before. Yeah, he did say that. I think. So yeah, well, hopefully they're together breaking some I bread right that now. Happened. Yeah, that that's what I hope happens. Um, my game ball is going to a man that we haven't heard that much from this year, and that would be Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. I think he gets a nice little strip sack on. Strip uh, sack. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling, feeling it. Yeah, because with uh, Jernigan and Cox back in there, mm-hmm. you saw towards the second half of that game against the Giants that we were really getting to Eli, and um, I'm hoping that we get it out to a, you know, a bigger lead and, and force it all on Colt McCoy. So. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, over to the process real quick. The Sixers. It's nice to have a closer, you know. Jimmy Butler, that Sunday was nice. You had the Eagles come all the way back and win the game against the Giants, and then you had the Sixers come all the way back in an ugly game against Brooklyn. Ugly, so ugly. Russell went off, and Dude Did Witty or whatever his name is went off. Of course, I feel like every other night there's a, a guard or somebody's having a. No, yeah, it's it's normally the guards. Happens all the time. Yeah, we um, don't have we don't have a guy to shut down guards now. But uh, Jimmy Butler, man, call game again with the same move, the step back, and it was it was awesome. It was yeah, I was so hyped when he hit that. I mean, I mean, I know it's Brooklyn, but it's still like so well, cool. yeah, I, especially since we since we were losing them by so much. Yeah, so yeah, that's a that's an elite win, championship type win to come back and on the road and win that game, and yeah. with Butler taking that shot, that was that was awesome. He's been a great teammate so far, from obviously from the outside, from what we see. Yeah, he definitely is uh, keeping it, keeping it intact and staying good. Yeah, he's I mean, supporting Fultz today. He talked about it. Doesn't matter how many points they get, how many shots they get up, as long as you're winning, doesn't matter. So saying all the right things, doing all the right things. Um, Fultz, on the other me. hand, still haven't heard much about Fultz and his. His specialist he saw on Monday. It's been kind of quiet. Um, I'm losing losing hope in Markel for his time here in Philly, to be honest. Don't lose hope because you just can't. You can't live life that way. I'm holding on. Well, I'm glad you are. It's just I don't. You're hearing all these reports now. He doesn't even want to be here. And whether that's him or his camp and his agent or whoever. His mom. It's been a frustrating, frustrating uh, time with Fultz. So I don't know. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. My guess, if I had to guess, would be that um, he he moves on to another team in the next like year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know that he definitely will. Like for us to move him, he's going to have to play for us more because like I don't. So it should be interesting to see what he does. But obviously, the Sixers have, you know, he. Like, it's just wild because we could have traded Covington Fultz for uh, for Kawhi for the most part. So, yeah, it's just crazy how much time can change something like that. And, um, I mean, I'm happy we have Butler. And I think we, like, yeah. It's just, it's a long NBA season. But so far, after 20-so games, like, Embiid's definitely, definitely an MVP bound. Um, like we predicted, yeah. which is nice. He's been so fun to watch, and it's just with ease. Thirty and ten every night feels like. Yeah, no, it really is. Like he's just. You no, know, I'm pretty sure it's like twenty eight and thir- like 
13 he's averaging, honestly. And the big thing, I think I talked about it too before the year, is he's getting to the line. He leads the league in free free throws attempted and free throws made, which which you want. Obviously, to get there is one thing, but to to finish and make make your shots is is huge. So, shout out to JoJo. Yeah, all doing all that hard work. Yeah, get your your free time at the line. Got to knock him down. If only Ben Simmons could. I mean, he is doing better, but. He is. He's doing a lot better. Just got to trust it. Definitely got to trust the process. But, um, um, yeah. I mean, hot stove it. rumors with the Phillies. Uh, yep. Paxton's a possibility. Apparently, we're eyeing up Diaz as well. I heard this crazy, uh, this crazy trade that could work after we land one of the superstars. It's dependent on which one, but with. Either way, the trades with the Mariners. Um, so, I mean, I'm just excited to see if we get a move uh, done. Patrick Corbin, the pitcher, was visiting the other day at Citizens Bank. Oh, Cor- I said Paxton instead of uh, Patrick Corbin. That's what yeah. it was. It was, like, broke on Twitter. Like, John Clark tweeted a picture of it. Yeah, he must left. have been at the airport. No, from, like, if he said got this from, like, Phillies and – like someone that worked for the Phillies, but like I already saw that John because like I'm still in the Phillies group chat, so someone was taking it. Uh, I saw it in the morning, and then I saw Jamie was frying him up for something on Twitter about it. You know, classic stuff. Yeah, just the classic stuff. But uh, Corbin also Corbin was visiting with the Yankees and somebody else too. So yeah, he wants to go gonna, to the he Yankees. Wants a lot of money. So I mean, we'll see how crazy Middleton's gonna get if he wants to throw a lot of money at him. But Middleton said he's gonna get pretty stupid. So. That's hype. We'll see. I'm about I'm about the stupid signs. Yeah, I, I love John Middleton, so Yeah, we'll see what he does. Um I think that's about it for me. Uh, I mean do you want a quick run through the NFL pick or... You're kinda of breaking up right now. Can you hear me now? It's like staticky, that's why I was NFL picks. Do you want to go through the picks? No, like I heard what you said, but there's no. mad static yeah. coming through. We don't have. To. We don't have to. Yeah, we won't. All right. Because we didn't. Right. We didn't do it last week. All right. I'll see. I'll. I'm about to pull a job. Thanks for listening. Um. See. Listen to us next week. <laughs> go birds. All right. Go birds. Go birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. We are Cheesesteak Sports. We all we got. We all we need.